Hey going everyone, I'm Danny Boy. I'm the host of one of Australia's favourite horror podcasts, the Creepy Crap Podcast. The show is quick, it's simple, and it's Australian. The show covers a wide range of horror movies, from the good to the bad, the new to the old, and every second episode is an Australian movie, whether it be horror, exploitation, or something else, the podcast has got it all. And if you want to follow it, you can get it at TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and YouTube. You can get it all at one word at the Creepy Crap Podcast. I'm even on Letterboxd at Creepy Crap Pod. The show is on all the major podcast apps, so if you feel like showing some love, if you're willing, I'd love a five-star review, but no pressure. I don't know what else to say, but thanks for listening to me. Hope you check out the podcast. It's the Creepy Crap Podcast. Anyway, have a good bloody day. See you later. I'm a sea king, a CGI king. I'm here to eat and bear my teeth and shake a tail fin. A bikini babe, catching a road wave. A big surprise, I'm gonna rise and flash my tooth cave. All the buff dudes, safe on the beach food. They're gonna need a bigger boat and bears real soon. I'm a sea king, a CGI thing. I'm here to eat and bear my teeth and shake a tail fin. everybody welcome back to another episode of bucket of chum the shark movie podcast as always i'm your host captain steve and this week we are checking out jurassic shark 2 aquapocalypse from 2021 directed by mark polonia i also just realized doing this now i didn't do this for last week's episode i don't think like i don't think i did the whole name of the movie director year yeah Fuck it, you guys have IMDb, you can go look it up. <laughs> Anyways, this week we're talking about Jurassic Shark 2 as a part of Attack of the Sequels Month on Bucket of Chum. So, of course, I have covered the first one in the first year of Bucket of Chum. I think it's about uh, episode 24 or 25. I'm pretty sure it's like right down the middle of the series. And the original one was directed by Brett Kelly, who is also from Ottawa, which is where I am from. And uh, this one's directed by Mark Polonia. So they have very different directing uh, styles, I'll say. So, yeah, it's not quite like the original, but it is something else. So we'll go right into the plot synopsis. A ferocious prehistoric megalodon has returned to the surface, terrorizing a group of oil rig workers and members of a local fishing village. So, yeah, in the first movie, we follow like a few friends uh, vacationing together on an island. And then these three art thieves are also on the island. Blah, blah, blah. People die. The art piece goes missing. Everyone's dead. I think one or two girls survive. That's it. That's all you need to know. Getting into the poster expectations, it's a Polonia movie. I mean, I'm keeping my expectations low. There's a bikini babe in the water with a giant shark. If, if all I get is some bikini babes in the water with a big shark, then I guess I'll settle for that. I mean, you know how these covers are. Although I will say this cover is a lot less ridiculous than a lot of their other movie covers. I would say it's pretty, like, very mediocre, actually. It's kind of surprising. But what's even more surprising is that this has an average rating of 2.5 stars on Letterboxd, which is, is super surprising, as I said. Like, I, like considering last week's movie had, like, a 1.7, and I rated it way higher. I think I did, like, 2.5. And so, like, now my expectations are even higher for this movie. So, don't fuck me, Letterboxd, but... I, I feel like you're going to fuck me. You're probably going to fuck me. 
And as I mentioned, I think there's going to be some drastic differences in the shark designs between the first two movies. I think technically this is the like uh, one of the offspring of the shark from the first movie because I think they tease that at the end or something. But uh, yeah, so I'm not expecting the shark designs to match up quite at all. The first one was like a straight up CG shark, but I know the Polonia brothers sometimes use practical effects, albeit like composed into the shots, but still. So I'm interested to see how much like this is going to differ from the first one. And the only way to find out is to dive in. We start off with an absolutely gorgeous stock footage shot over a waterfall, and we get a title card in the Jurassic Park font that says 50 million years ago. And then a stop motion T-Rex is stomping around on the beach as it does. And then a fucking clip art photo of a shark's mouth comes up and eats the dinosaur, I guess. So I'm going to stop right here, right off the bat for a moment. So this scene of a T-Rex being eaten by a Meg is literally the opening chapter of The Meg, the book. And they, they also do it at the very beginning of The Meg 2. So, one, they straight up ripped off the Meg. Two, when I say photo or clip art picture of a shark, I'm not exaggerating. It's literally a photo that's enlarged and then shrunk down when it goes back into the water. It's been a while since I've watched this kind of shit because we had a couple of uh, theme months in between some of this, and I'm loving it. I missed it, truly. Uh, it's so good. It's so bad, but it's so good. The opening titles are long and slow as fuck, as per usual. And it's like bikini babes in the water rubbing lotion on themselves. You know, the usual shit. We follow some bikini babes snorkeling in the water, intercut with a lot of stock footage. She's suddenly attacked, and it's mostly like quick shots of her screaming. And then we get the fucking puppet they use in every Polonia movie, chomping on blood and body parts. And then we see her arm on the beach being swept away. Even though it's a cheap effect, this was done fairly well for this kind of movie. It's a decent death to start on. Just the way that they cut it together very quickly, it was actually kind of effective. It caught me off guard because I'm like, oh, that... Uh, okay, that was okay. Then we're on a dock with Mill and Barry. Mill being played by a Polonia Brothers regular, James Kelly. He's also in Sharkula, another uh, Polonia Brothers movie. Um, I talked about that on the Horrorcraft podcast, so go check that episode out. And they're talking about Mill's new camera, and then Barry's boss, played by Titus Himmelberger, another Polonia Brothers regular. We've seen him play the cop in Doll Shark, an undercover cop or agent in Cocaine Shark, and like a hip young college dude in Sharkenstein. Uh, this time he's playing a sea captain. <laughs> well, he, I guess he owns this marina, but he's just like he's dressed like a sea captain. I'm pretty sure you can own a marina and not dress up like this, but this is what he's chosen to do. And he's giving Barry shit for talking to his friend and his voice. Uh, he's doing like a pirate voice or maybe he's trying to be like Quint from Jaws. I, I don't know, but it's, it's deep and gravelly, but like in a really cheesy way, not a sexy way. He tells Mills unless he's renting a boat or jet ski, he's trespassing. And the captain then walks off smoking his ridiculous fucking pipe and then sneaks a few sips of his flask and then comments on how he hates the water. Yet his whole fucking persona is a captain. But yeah, I get it. Pretty fucking funny, I guess. <laughs> the marina owner hates the water. <laughs> 
And then we see the shark underwater, and it's surprisingly, it's a CGI shark. But it's like half decent looking for a Polonia Brothers movie. But one thing I noticed while watching this, they often use the same water background when they use these, uh, when there's like shark, uh, like shots of the shark. Like the sharks are different, but it's the same goddamn background. I swear to God. And I didn't realize it until now, which is kind of funny. But it, now that I know what it is and that I'm going to see it all the fucking time, and I think it's going to bother me now. But I don't know. We'll have to wait till I watch another Polonia Brothers movie, which I'm sure will be soon because I seem to do them a lot because they've done so fucking many of them. And I thank them for it. It's given me so much great content. So thank you. And now we're on the oil rig and we're with two more Polonia Brothers regulars, Tim Hatch playing uh, Dodds and Jamie Morgan playing uh, Parks. Tim has played the main drug dealer in uh, or, or Kingpin in Cocaine Shark. And Jamie was the love interest in Sharkula. And I'm pretty sure she played like the badass mercenary in uh, Noah's Shark. So, yeah, he uses the same fucking actors over and over again. I mean, I imagine it might be kind of hard to convince a lot of other people to be in these kinds of movies. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying I haven't seen a lot of these people like move up to, you know, bigger and maybe not necessarily better things, just bigger things. So Parks tells Dodds they need to contact Operative Boswell, but Dodds says he doesn't want to. He's like, I have a, a I have a headache. And like, he says like, yeah, you, you just do it. So Parks gets this woman on the video call and it's the same bitchy scientist lady from, now this is going way back to the second episode of Bucking of Chum, uh, Landshark. Same fucking lady, obviously not the same character, but dressed, I'm like, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I feel like she's even dressed the fucking same. They're telling Boswell that the shark is staying in the area, and then she's telling them that it's, like, staking its territory. I, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Ugh. Polonia Brothers, it's good to be back. And she's using the same background as she did in Landshark as well. Like, I don't know if, like, she just filmed a bunch of scenes for them like one day and they just like intercut it into their movies every once in a while. I don't know. It's very weird. Anyways, she also says that as long as the shark doesn't draw any attention, uh, that they're safe from agencies like the EPA because they don't understand the scope of their work. Red flag. Dodds asks how they're supposed to keep the shark out of trouble when there's hundreds in the area. But Park says like this shark is special. Why? Who the fuck knows? No, because it's a fucking prehistoric uh, shark. Like, it's it's a megalodon, obviously. And somehow these oil rig workers are the only people that fucking know about it. And then we see Jeff Kirkendall, another and more prominent face in the Polonia Brothers uh, movie universe. Uh, he played the mad scientist Sharkenstein. He was Count Dracula in Sharkula. So yeah, we, we see him in a lot. And he was the priest in uh, Noah's Shark. He was the one getting my wood all possessed. Him and another oil rig worker take a break and look off the side at the water. The other worker waves and we intercut with stock footage of two bikini babes rubbing lotion on themselves on a boat. And he's like, that's what we should be doing right now. Enjoying the sun with them, not bacon in it. I mean, I get it, dude, but I don't think they want your greasy ass rubbing lotion on them right now. I'm sorry, but they probably don't. And then Jeff comments that the girls are like 19 and they're in their 40s and their rich daddies might not approve. Like, yeah, just don't. 
I'm 36 now, and like I don't creep on 18 or 19 year olds. I don't creep on anybody, but I'm just saying, like, I don't like oogle like that. Like now, 2021, like, oh, fuck, I'll creep all day, but <laughs> no jokes. But yeah, it, it was just super creepy, and it was obviously stock footage that they were cutting to as well. Like they're waving at nobody. There's nobody out there, and like they're just ridiculous. The other worker complains about the work conditions and also how the drill they're using is so much bigger than a normal drill. So something fishy is going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Parks tells Dodds the shark is prehistoric and they dug down too deep and it was in a frozen pocket underground, which fits with the first movie. Like that's exactly how the first movie ended up with this goddamn shark. So it seems like they're acknowledging the first movie like quite a bit. And I wasn't sure if they were going to at all. And I'm pretty sure the first movie ended with a tease that the shark was still out there. Like, I think that was the one where, oh, I think that was the one uh, where there was two guys sitting at the end of a dock or like on some rocks fishing. And then one of them asks their stepdaughter for a beer. And then the other one comments how she's hot. And it was super fucking weird. I'm pretty sure that was in the first one. What is with the both these movies being weird with younger girls? This ah, I don't I don't care for that. It's a little weird now that I'm saying it out loud and talking about it. I'm going to move on from this and uh, go back to my notes. Dodds asks why they just don't kill the shark, and then Park says it would attract too much attention, and then Boswell calls them again and asks for a report. Like it's been thirty fucking seconds, but Park says it's approached the rig. Uh, but then went back to the cove and Boswell tells us that the sharks react to vibrations and sounds in the water. Thanks Boswell. I'm so fucking glad you're here to just give us lore dumps and expositions. That's so fucking helpful. Like how, what does this matter? Okay. So it's drilling and making noise. We're well aware that sharks like, uh, why, why? I, I feel like, I feel like I do this every Polonia Brothers movie, and I feel like I comment this on every Polonia Brothers movie, and I feel like in future Polonia Brothers movies, I'm still going to be wondering, what the fuck am I talking about? So anyway, she tells them again that the rig must be protected at all costs, and they need to find that oil bed to satisfy their investors. Back at the marina, Barry is still scrubbing the docks down, and the shark jumps up at him, and he stands up quickly to back off, and the captain is standing there and asks him what's wrong. Like, motherfucker, you can't tell me this asshole was standing there and didn't see the giant prehistoric shark. Like, there's just no fucking way. Like, no way. Barry tries to tell the captain, but he's not having any of it, and he sends Barry to go clean, like, a big shit out of the bathroom toilet. I am telling you because I had to sit through this scene, so now you have to hear about it. Barry is going to go clean a giant turd out of the toilet because somebody took a ginormous shit and now the toilet's clogged, and it's just awful. Then, down on the beach, Mill is testing out his new camera um, by taking sexy shots of girls without their knowledge. And, like, this is all intercut stock footage of Bikini Babes, um, but it makes it seem like he's following these girls without them knowing and taking pictures of their asses. Uh, but the music is, like, super upbeat, like Caribbean music. It does not match what I am watching. I'm sorry, Millie, you're a fucking creep. Like, this is so fucking weird. Like, oh, yeah, my camera works so good. <laughs> like, I, I really hope he deletes those photos. 
I know he's not going to. I I I know what he's going to do with the photos. I know what Mill is going to do with the photos. Mill Mill's going to masturbate to the photos. Next, we have Boswell on the phone talking about keeping the shark at bay. Blah 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 blah. Like we already knew all the shit. We didn't need this. I don't know why this scene was here. It just pops up and then it's over. And it's like, uh, okay, cool. And then Mill goes back to Barry and he starts showing him his fucking creepy ass videos and photos. And Barry seems pretty impressed by them. Uh, Like, you poor incel bastards. My God. Like, listen, there's so many options out there nowadays for dating and whatnot. You really don't need to be this fucking creepy. There's absolutely no excuse for it. I'm sorry. There's just not. Fuck you, Barry and Mill. Fuck you, Millberry. And as they're looking at these photos, they spot a news anchor going to the, the dock to film. And the camera guy is played by director Mark Polonia. And the news anchor is doing a story on the stolen artwork uh, from the first movie. And the reporter says that a giant man-eating shark may have killed the thieves as their body parts have been washing up on the shore. And then the captain comes down and starts giving her shit. And we learn that the thieves from the past movie rented their boat from this marina. And then they argue a bit back and forth. And he threatens to call the cops on her and they pack up and they leave. And then the captain goes up to Barry and then gives him shit for not stopping the reporter. And Barry's like, I'm not security. But the captain says, well, you are now. And no more unauthorized people in the marina and storms off. And then Barry goes back to talking to Mill and tells him about the shark he saw earlier, and then talks about the painting and the thieves. And, like, he's just all over the place. I'm like, dude, fucking, like, they're hip-hopping around this fucking conversation like crazy. It's kind of annoying. But then he also mentions that he saw the thieves when they rented the boat, and then uh, he wonders if, like, the shark got them. But then Mills is like, yeah, yeah, but more importantly, what about the painting? Who the fuck cares? This has nothing to do with you. Where's the shark? I, I need the shark back to save me from this bullshit. It's like, fucking eat them already, okay? Just come back to me. Baby, come back. Mills then tells Barry if they found the painting, they'd be rich. And then they learn there's like a $25,000 reward. So they plan to leave later that afternoon for a couple of hours to go find it and get the boat back before Captain fucking Popeye catches them. And next, Dodds and Parks are back and they're chatting with Boswell again. They've increased their drilling, and it's keeping the shark away, apparently. Cool. I have no idea why this scene is here. And I'm convinced they shot these two scenes in, like, these two characters' scenes in a day. They just sat at these chairs for a few hours, filmed all these scenes, and that was it. Although I guess not, because eventually they do, uh, spoiler alert, they do leave their seats and get up and fucking do something. And then we follow some girl on the beach, and she ends up in this spot, and I swear it was used in Landshark and probably other Polonia Brothers movies, but she sets a towel down, and then she gets undressed into a bikini and heads into the water. And as I'm watching this, I fucking think this is reused from another one of their movies. This girl, this bikini, it it looks familiar to me. And I couldn't shake it, so after doing some research, I went back and, like, scrubbed through a bunch of their movies, and I figured it out, and it's from fucking Shark Encounters of the Third Kind. Same fucking scene. 
So she dies in typical fashion. Like we see blood, we see close up of the puppet shark and then a severed leg washing up on the beach. And then like the only difference is like the like shots of the shark are slightly different to match with the fucking movie. But like, it's literally the same fucking scene. Like I just like popped it right in there. Now that is some fucking budget filmmaking. If I have ever seen it, like bravo boys, bravo. The reporter is now somewhere else along the water and giving a report on the shark. And then she reports that it may be caused by the new oil drilling rig. And Boswell sees this on TV. Um, Even though they aren't reporting live, she somehow sees it. And she says, you bitch, you'll regret ever messing with us or some shit like that. Then we get a montage of our uh, two oil rig workers doing some various nonsense tasks. They sit down and one of them says some of the other workers have seen the same shark he has. The other workers we never see on this rig. These are the only two people we see working on this apparently ginormous uh, drill oil rig. Apparently there's other people there, but we don't see them. Then they argue whether a shark that big could still be alive. And the worker is like, yeah, maybe it hibernated for a long time and we drilled too far and it escaped. Like, how in the fuck did you come to that conclusion on your own? Like, no, it's so absurd. Like, that's literally how it happened. But how did you come up with that? How? Are you fucking psychic? Oh, man. Is that going to be some twist down the line? I mean, not in this movie, but maybe another one. I don't know. Popeye the sailor douche gets a phone call and he's being asked about the sharks in the water and he assures the person on the line that their boats are fine and they've hired extra security, aka fucking Barry, who's not a security guard, and then tells them to bring their family and then hangs up as he smokes his fucking ridiculous pipe. And in behind him, Barry and Mill sneak around and steal one of the boats right as Popeye spots them. And then they drive off, ignoring him as he's yelling at them. And they're like, yeah, we'll be back in like two hours. It's fine. And he's like, and then he says, like the captain says he's fired by the end of the week. And then he complains about the mess he left behind, which is literally like a bucket and a sponge. And as he's bent down cleaning it, the shark comes up and nabs him off the dock. And now he's fucking dead. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Barry and Mill are driving along, and Mill has goggles and a snorkel on as he dips his head in the water as Barry drives along. So many reasons why this wouldn't work. I Like, first of all, they're not even actually driving the boat, but they're pretending to be driving the boat. But uh, we all know... Uh, I'm just not going to get into it. I'm just not going to do it. Like, his fucking goggles would fall off for one. He's putting his face, like, right next to the fucking propeller. The boat would be going up and down. Like, there's just no fucking way. Ugh. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Dodds and Parks are contacted by Boswell again. Now that I'm reading this out loud, I'm like, holy fuck, this happens a lot in this movie. Jesus Christ. And she tells them a reporter is getting too close, and they need to or they may need to take care of it in the future, as in probably kill her, because apparently drilling oil is dodgy business in shark movies, as we've learned from, like, the fucking Black Demon Red Zone. What the fuck was that other one called? Deep Red? No. Fuck. The one with Christy Swanson. I literally did an episode on it, and I cannot remember the name of it. So one with Lou Diamond Phillips and Chrissy Swanson. That's also another oil rig shark movie. And then the Black Demon, which I did as a part of Spooky Sharktober. 
And I feel like there's a couple of the first Jurassic Shark. This happens a lot in shark movies. My God. Mill and Barry are still treasure hunting when their boat stops working and it's rammed by the shark. As they try to call for help, they drop a flare into some gas and ignite the boat. They jump off and like they're almost immediately eaten. Like no fucking loss here. Fuck you, Mill. And like fuck your creepy ass. He had this coming. Karma's a fucking bitch. The shark swims towards the oil rig, and the only two workers, of course, spot the shark and call it in. Like, what are the fucking control room people doing? They've been tracking this thing the whole movie, and the second it becomes a threat, nothing. The shark actually bites down on the drill, and this is done with a puppet and some CGI. And this looked like the puppet they used in Landshark. I love it. The rig catches fire, and our workers jump into the water, and they swim for a nearby island. In the control room, Parks tells Boswell that the sharks struck so fast they didn't have time to react. They did have time to film more of these two scenes at this location, more like it, but anyways. And Boswell gives the worst line delivery, like, Oh, now this is bad. Now we can't contain it. Oh, it was so bad. Like, this could be, like, a contender for Troll 2 as, like, worst performance. It was just bad. I'm I'm sorry, but, like, it's just so bad. So she tells them to gear up and kill the shark, and we get an awful montage of these two getting ready, like, Rambo style, but, like, way less cool. And then we're in Boswell's office. She's on the phone. Her door creaks open, and she's just talking about containing the, sh- the shark and the situation, blah, blah, blah. But then it cuts suddenly, and we hear a gunshot as we go to the island with the oil rig workers. So, like, I when I'm watching it at this point, I don't know if Boswell is supposed to be dead now, but I guess she is. The editing was just really weird. So yeah, with these two workers, they're dry as fuck for two people who just swam to this island. Like, I get more wet thinking about fucking RoboShark than these two are. The shark tries to nab them, but they manage to get away and they head farther uh, from shore. Dodds and Park try to call Boswell, but now we see she's dead at her desk. So she is, she did get shot. And then they come up with a plan to lure the shark to a nearby island to kill it because there's lots of inlets it, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Anyways, they, they pull a gun on someone and take their boat. And I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Kirkendall, but we just see the back of their head and then like we'd never see them again. I'm pretty sure they just reused him, which is fine. It, it's really not that important. Man, this shit reminds me of college days and trying to make shit on the cheap and having to reuse people. Ah, uh, the glory days. Our favorite oil rig workers find some water patches on the island and decide to get a drink of water, and the shark tries to attack them again, but they somehow manage to escape again. And we learned that the company drilling made the pockets because they were drilling to the oil diagonally from the island. I don't know why this matters. I really don't think it does, but they were trying to explain why there's so many different water patches on this island. Um, so there you go. Cause they were drilling sideways and then they didn't. And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to drill vertical instead. Cool. I, I don't care. I just don't care. And then they spot Dodds and Parks coming to the Island and then they go to meet them. And then Parks suspects that Boswell has been fired. I mean, I guess you could say she's been sleeping with the fishes. 
They see the shark approaching and start shooting at it, but it gets away with like very minimal damage. And the oil rig workers finally meet Dodds and Parks. And then Parks says she has a feeling these two are going to help them kill it. And then she basically takes them hostage. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why she's doing this. Like their boss is dead. So like, what are they hoping to gain from this? Complete nonsense. Anyways, after a bunch of nonsense, Parks slits one of the workers' arms open to lure the shark in, which it does, and Dodds is eaten, and this time it's the CGI shark, but then we see, like, a completely different shark design after Parks finishes shooting. But then she turns her gun away from the shark and points it at the bleeding oil rig worker, and then the shark whips her with its tail and knocks her out and then swims off. I don't know why she took her gun off of the shark. Like, it was still a threat. And the oil rig worker was just, like, laying on the ground being fucking useless. And she's like, oh, yeah, don't even think about it. Like, he's not moving. And Like, I'm sorry, he's an older dude. Like, maybe not that much older than me. But, like, I can assure you, he's not moving that fucking fast. The two workers help each other out and they decide what to do with Parks and they don't want to kill her because they aren't murderers. And then one of them says that like she's their ticket out of there. Like fucking how? I don't understand. Oh yeah, she's our ticket out of here. Why? If she brought a boat, just, just go take the boat. You don't need to bring her. She just tried to fucking kill you. Like what are you doing? So they pick her up and they help her walk across this island and points them to the boat that she came in on. But, like, she's slightly out of it, and, like, she may not even know where she's going. Behind them in the water, we see the fin, and Jeff tells his buddy the shark is following them. Parks struggles, but manages to tell them that there's explosives on the boat. As they head to the boat, they, they heard a weird noise and decide to check it out, and they come across some big eggs. And one of them says, oh, wow, it was pregnant. And Jeff is like, sharks don't lay eggs. Which is not true, good sir. Some sharks do lay eggs, not all, but there are some that actually do. But the eggs don't look like fucking ostrich eggs, which is exactly what these things probably are, or emu eggs, like, that. yeah. So the worker takes a rock and smashes the eggs to shit, and then after they leave, the shark pops its head out of the water and sees its dead babies just lying around. So this noise that they heard it sounded like what I would expect a baby dinosaur to sound like, like just like little shrieky noises, which I'm very confused about because if these eggs weren't hatched yet, why would they be making noise? And also sharks don't make noise, although the shark in this movie roars. I'm pretty sure the shark last week roared as well as they do in a lot of these movies, but that's besides the point. I I forgot what point I was trying to fucking get at here. This movie just has me all over the place. Um, yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Uh, not surprisingly. They finally make it back to the boat, and they find the explosives, and then they start interrogating Parks and asks how long they've known about the shark, and then she gives the backstory on it, and she said anyone outside the operation was considered expendable. What kind of operation was this? Like, all they kept saying was, oh, yeah, we got to get to the oil patch. But they're being, like, super secretive about it. And they're using, like, bigger drills. And I'm like, if you're just drilling for oil, just fucking drill for it. But they're being so fucking unnecessarily weird about it. Like, unless they're actually supposed to be doing something else, which maybe they are because, like, why was Boswell killed? I don't fucking know, man. I just really don't know. 
Parks gets up and she finally starts to get her bearings again and she shoots the boat and tells them to stop the boat and now they're going to kill the shark so the drilling can continue. Jeff points out that the rig is destroyed and she says it's a minor setback and no one is going to give up on the oil pocket. Why are you doing this? Just give it up, woman. My God. So um, her plan is to lure the shark, um, use the explosives to kill it, and that's it. Wow. How fucking long did it take you to come up with that one? The shark then hits the boat, and they try to get the gun away from Parks, but she manages to keep it, but then the shark nabs her, and she's dead. Then they try to start the boat, but of course it won't fucking start, because boats don't start in these movies. I I really gotta, like... Ugh. What are these people doing to their aquatic equipment that they never fucking work? Like, you gotta treat it like a car. You still gotta do oil changes and other sorts of maintenance. I assume I'm not a boat owner. I mean, my dad had a boat, and, like, I remember him doing stuff to it. So, yeah, I just... Uh, the boats never fucking start. It's ridiculous. So after the boat won't start, they take a pistol and shoot the shark, and it explodes... Because apparently it swallowed some explosives that I missed, I guess. But yeah, they shot it and it went boom. The explosion, as you can imagine, uh, is pretty lackluster. But hey, the, the shark is dead now. Wee! They drive off and we cut to the reporter. And like it's to the same news report we saw earlier. But now we see it again and in full for some reason. And then we go underwater we hear a shark growl and cut to credits. And that is Jurassic Shark 2 Aquapocalypse. So I'm just going to get right into these poster expectations. I did say as long as I get a bikini babe being attacked by a giant shark, I'd be all right. And this did deliver on that, albeit with footage from another fucking movie, but it did deliver. The shark design, the CGI shark design wasn't too bad, but they didn't do much with it. And it obviously like doesn't match the puppet, like which is fine. But I just I really prefer like consistency with my designs, you know, uh, but, you know, it's fine. I'll let it slide. And then like there was also that one random shot where like it was a completely different shark design model. It was still a CG shot. And now that I'm thinking about it, I almost feel like that was from another one of their movies, too. I feel like they used another shot. Oh, that's going to bother me now. Uh, either way, but yeah. Overall impressions, I mean, I didn't think there was anything super special about this movie. I mean, with other Polonia Brothers movies, there's like some ridiculous aspects and fun to be had. But with this, it was more plain, I guess. Which, again, also brings me back to talking about the poster at the beginning where it's like very, it's a plain poster. Like, it's not that exciting. Whereas a lot of their other posters are like really insane and exciting, even though a lot of that shit doesn't happen in the movie. The movie's still ridiculous enough that like having a ridiculous poster that doesn't match it works. Whereas this one, like the poster and the content sort of matched each other, which I don't know, is a little weird for me because I kind of expect them to do a little bit more, you know, ridiculous shit. So after all that, I'm pretty fucking surprised by the 2.5 stars, but I'm going to go with two uh, just because I like the Polonia brothers and I've seen and experienced way worse shit. 
you know, Shark Exorcist, 90210 Shark Attack, you know, just other other random shark movies I've seen that are shit. But yeah, so I, I'll give this a two. I mean, it's it's a fine enough movie, but that is it for me this week. Don't forget, you guys can follow me on all the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Slasher, all at Bucket of Chum Podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, head over to patreon.com forward slash Bucket of Chum. Every month we're doing an exclusive episode and there's a newsletter every uh, month as well. And you guys get ad-free episodes that I usually release a little bit early. So yeah, go on over, check that out. And I'll see you guys next time for another episode of Bucket of Chum. everybody i'm josh and i'm brett if you're looking for a different horror podcast one that stands out from the rest well don't look here (laughs) absolutely not every week we talk about our favorite horror movies and some of our favorite aspects of those horror movies so that's something that interests you check us out the only thing that sets us apart is that it's us so if you like the sound of our voices check us out at the evil desk podcast wherever it is that you find podcasts